the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. Hope you're having a uh, fantastic day in the middle of a Southern California heat wave because, well, we have heat. We don't have water, but we've got the heat, and uh, we're bringing it all summer long here. So joining me this week, I have a, a new guest to the show and some new information and new products that we want to talk about here. Uh, as you know, um, one of my favorite passions is actually long-range shooting, and I just can't seem to get enough of it. And uh, when it's 115 degrees out in the desert, I, I, I wish I'm out there, but I'm not at this point in time. So I was consulting with one of the friends of the show, as you all know, Rex Tibor, rexdefense.com. And he was telling me that there's a new optic company out there that I should find out about. So I said, well, I should just give him a call and find out about him. So what I want to do is I want to introduce you folks to a new optic company or newer optic company, new to us out here, and the owner of the company and what they do and what options that they have for us. So right off the bat here, I'm going to introduce you to Michael Benedict, Michael Benedict of Arkin Optics. That's ArkinOpticsUSA.com is their website. They're based out of Texas. They've got some really cool you know, full featured scopes. And um, Michael, why don't you give us a little idea of how you started into this area? Yeah, man, it's a really amazing story. It's not too often that uh, you come across the Navy SEAL that wants to lead up a long range precision optics company. And so Mike Riley, uh, he's our team lead. And uh, we just decided to um, jump into this and look at what's out there as far as the market, how expensive is it? And is there a way that we can bring more value to the market? You know, we're obviously uh, capitalists, free enterprise, let's compete. And um, we just saw an opportunity because we all, all wanted to get into long range shooting, but $1,000, $2,000, $3,000 optics was a little bit out of probably most people's feet. Yeah. Yeah. Starting at a thousand, going to 5,000, right? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Don't bring, don't bring, uh, uh what's it? Uh, the other optics anyway. So yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of different stuff up there. And a lot of it is super, super expensive. And, you know, uh, this, this is a rough time in the economy. Not everybody has extra money to be putting away for these things. I mean, I agree they should buy less food and less other essentials and buy more firearm products. I understand that. Sometimes they can't pull that off. Um, so price point is very, very important, but so is the quality. Now, the thing that I thought was interesting is if you got Rex Tibor's attention, uh, he is a, I don't want to say the N-word, um, but he is so strict on tracking and reliability and returnability on optics that he puts everybody through an absolute ringer. So. Tell us about that. Yes. 
so it's obviously very difficult to uh, gain his confidence just because he's seen so much and he's seen a lot of failure. When it comes to optics, you're talking about something that from a, a mechanical standpoint has a high level of precision, right? And um, he loves to run them through their paces. And so what we did is we just like, hey. He likes to break stuff. It's just he's not happy <laughs> unless there's pieces on the floor. And he's like, well, I ran over with a D9. I don't know why it broke. It should have held yeah. up. So we're just like, hey, and we did. We told him like, hey, just torture it, run it through its paces, and and let's see if we can gain your confidence. And uh, you know, he took the time, ran track tests, did everything is, and then he took it out, field tested it, and uh, you know, it's been a real blessing actually to have him a, a part of the journey because we sent him like original prototypes and got feedback from him. So he he has actually helped us you know, refine this product and make it what it is, which has been a huge help because of his experience level and just his expertise in, in the, in long range precision. So, you know, I, I say the words tracking sometimes, you know, we've got a broad audience, people who just got their first gun, some guys who've been hunted for years, seals, whatever else that are out there, a couple walruses. And, um, <clears throat> We want to make sure that everybody understands what we're talking about. So when we say tracking on a scope, that doesn't mean that, you know, you, you bring it up to your shoulder and it automatically follows the target, right? Explain what tracking is, why that's so important. Yeah, I think this was probably the, the big value proposition that Arkin originally brought to the market is we have a precision tracking guarantee. And that tracking is, um, so when you zero your scope at 100 yards and then you want to extend your range, you have to make that mathematical adjustment for the trajectory of the bullet. So when you shoot at a thousand yards and you're dialing in 10 mil, you want it to be exactly 10 mil because if you're off by even, you know, two, three, 4% at a thousand yards, that's an angular measurement. It's, it's an, you know, it literally gets you off by. Yeah. I mean, it's a problem for sure. So um, where, where we came up with this is if we can't guarantee what we're bringing to the market, we're not going to bring it to the market. And so that, that's, a, that's a foundational level of what Arkin brings. And as far as I know, you know we're exclusive in, in providing that precision tracking guarantee, especially at our price level. So how does that work? Um, so we have you know, tools, they're called call meters, that allow you to actually QC the tracking of every single optic. So every single optic we send out there is going to be uh, around 1%. Uh, most of our stuff is beating 1% half percent some of it's dead spot on um just because of the the overall nature of this you can't be perfect on everything all the time so there has to be an acceptance rate but in the marketplace the acceptance rate is four five percent error and that's unacceptable for a long-range precision shooter so it's not as if when you're saying a four or five percent error it's not as if um, you sighted in your scope and you did your drop test out to a thousand yards or whatever, and you know what your dope is so that yes, maybe it's, it's off a little bit, but if it was consistently off, you could live with that because whatever your scope measurement is, is your scope measurement, your dope cards, your dope card. But you're saying that in between movements, you can have a four or 5% error. Is that correct? Um, so it would be, it would be more like, so if, if you, um, if you do the the load development on your optic you and on your rifle and then you have your optic and you have your velocities and you put that into your ballistics app or computer however you decide to make your final firing solution 
um, you literally could not take that optic and go put it on another rifle with the exact same ballistics as far as feet per second of that bolt leaving the barrel and actually get repeatable. You'd have to go redevelop your data over and over and over on every single rifle or mathematically compensate for the error that you've determined in that optic. So we're taking, I mean, probably the amount of money that's saved alone in running a, an optic that is, is precise is, is well worth it. Well, not only that, but uh, you think about your time level, and by the time you finally get everything dialed out, you've shot your barrel out, so <laughs> you're starting <laughs> over again, right? And and I do believe that barrels are, uh, you know, they're usable things. And uh, guys say that, oh my gosh, you're going to burn that out after, like like a big magnum, like you're only going to get 900 rounds out of it. So, well, you know, 900 rounds of 300 rum goes a long way. You know, it's not. We're not talking about a six five or something like that where you're going to shoot fifty sixty rounds a day. It's more of a precision instrument for uh, specific applications. And nine hundred to thousand rounds is that's a lot of ammunition. Not to mention a ton of powder. Okay, so um, in tracking now, what we're talking about is we've got a horizontal and a vertical crosshair, and that those are your aiming points. You also have a bunch of different, well, like a Christmas tree style design of your reticle. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so the, the graduations underneath the crosshair uh, on that reticle are, are designed so that you can have holds very accurately using just your reticle and not have to dial in for your wind hold or your elevation or if you're hitting, you know, if you're trying to um, engage a moving target. It, it just allows you to have those references. It would, it would really blow your mind how accurate the human eye is when it has reference points. And so the way we design our reticle everything is designed around halves because the human eye naturally can cut things in half very, very accurately. Um, okay. A lot of other scope companies use 0.2 mil, 0.1 mil, you know, just different uh, graduations in theirs. We do everything by half because we are trying to be effective and efficient with, with what the eye has. Are you guys only in uh, mills? No, we do mill and MOA. Okay. Um, the, the, market, the market really is about 50-50. You know, mill is gaining popularity once the military had gone to straight mill on everything. And, and then are you first focal plane, second focal plane? So we do exclusively uh, provide first focal plane optics. Okay. All right. So what, what you're talking about then is on, I've got a picture of your crosshairs up here. Folks, the uh, website's arkenopticsusa.com, A-R-K-E-N opticsusa.com. Um Basically, when you're taking a look at the reticle on here, you've got your center aiming point. You have a horizontal main crosshair and a vertical main crosshair. Their vertical main crosshair only goes up about a third of the way through the uh, top of the scope. And that's going to give you a better field of view, more clarity. And there's going to be very, very few times you're going to want to have a negative holdover like that. you really would have to be an advanced shooter. Like you've just dialed in for a thousand yard shot. Something pops up at 200 yards and you know, instinctively where to aim on that reticle to make that shot. Uh, very few guys do that. Maybe, maybe you guys can um, me. I'm going to miss. So, you know, there's a, or I'm going to reach up and change the dial so I can make that <laughs> shot. So there's, there's a lot of different reasons why you don't have a full vertical reticle on there, but coming below your horizontal reticle, you have, Basically, it's a Christmas tree design, narrower at the top, the farther down you get, the wider at the bottom. And that has to do with distance holds and the wind or, or a lead target. So will you go over that real quick, will you, Mike? 
Yeah. So um, if let's just say you're uh, you're zeroed at 100 yards. So now you're going to use the reticle for every single shot moving downrange. So you um, have to. So so for some people who are brand new at this, you can have a turret on top, and it says that your next shot you need to hold four minutes of or four mils, whatever you're doing. You can dial that, or you can use a crosshairs. And when we come right back on, uh, right back after this commercial, we're going to talk about how that works and how you work in between those. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Go to arcanopticsusa.com. Check them out. We'll be right back with Michael Benedict after this. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the Firing Line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks, welcome back to Boomstick Radio. You know, every week we're going to talk about great stuff. Firearms, Second Amendment, all the good stuff in life. Guaranteed by our Constitution. And by the Patriots, who back that Constitution. Folks, uh, every week our sponsors, Vince Torres, Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside on the corner of Arlington and Brockton. 951-823-0211. Go down there, check it out. Now, you know we've had some shortages, right? So, again, don't look at the shortages as a bad thing. Look at it as Christmas. So, today, you don't have anything. You go down there to Vince's store and there's stuff on the shelf. Ta-da, it's Christmas. Pick it up. Reward yourself for being such a smart person for picking that up. Because new stuff's coming in every day and uh, you want to be there when it gets there. So, again, a daily visit is probably your best idea. So write that down, your things to do. That's Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside, 951-823-0211. When you get in there, thank him for the sponsorship of the show because he's made it happen. And um, we're going to get right back here with Michael Benedict. Michael Benedict is one of the owners of Arkin Optics USA. They're out of Texas. Now, as we cut to our last, as we cut into the last commercial here, we were talking about aim points inside of your scope. So folks, for those of you who aren't that familiar with scope usage, as you're looking through your scope, you have a set of crosshairs. Now, traditionally, it's just like a big T. But the more advanced that people have gotten in more precision shooting, they've used the reticle and created different aiming points, whether it's um, allowing for windage, allowing for tracking of, an, of a uh, moving object, um, the other way that you can change your aim point inside of your scope is by using the turret on top. And and uh, the Arcan Optics have both. They have a great reticle. They also have a turret on top that if you want to change your aim point. So um, teeing it up for you there, if you can just kind of go over how those work. And you were saying the half system that you guys have. Yes. Yeah, so um, not working with the turret system, just we've zeroed it at 100 yards and we have the Christmas tree now underneath of our crosshair. Um, that Christmas tree, the reason why it gets wider towards the bottom is because as you need more adjustment for further down range, your wind hold for that same shot, right, as you go farther down range is going to get larger and larger. And that's because obviously the wind has more time to affect the, dr- the drift of that bullet as it goes down range. And so that's why you have that Christmas tree shape underneath there. What it does is it allows you at, say, at 300 yards, you have a 3.1 mil hold. So that reticle will show you three, and then it'll show you uh, where to hold with your eye for like that 0.1, which would be just under, obviously, the three. And then if you have a wind of like a, a two mil wind, you can then instantly traverse over on that grid and hold your wind and your elevation for your shot. 
and then so you're making like an l you're coming down and then you're going over and then when you come over those two mils you're using that spot on that horizontal reticle as your aim point correct yep and then and then as you go this is radio we have we have to add extra words in. So. <laughs> no, it's all it's good. my and first then, go around. I want to make sure we, we explain it to people. Yeah, I understand. And then it, let's just say that you're moving down and now you're at a thousand yards and you have a 12, you know, mill hold or, or a 10.5 mill hold. Your, your wind hold is now going to obviously go way further out. And that's why on that Christmas tree, if you move out to the right um, or to the left, depending on the direction of the wind, you, you know, you're going to have to extend your hold. For that wind. And so that's why you have that shape. It also makes it very rapid and very usable. If you know the dope, you know, the, the, uh, the information that you are required for your final firing solution at different ranges and winds, if you have that memorized or have a, a card that lets you know what that is, you can very quickly uh, engage, engage targets from your zero all the way down range. And so that's why that Christmas tree is so effective and why the military ultimately started using that um and, and um, a lot of guys in competition like that too like the prs competition because if they have a miss they see where their bullet hit that's their aim point for the next series of shots that they're sending down range without having to adjust anything else it tells them this was this is what you thought your wind was this is what your wind was and so they're very easily to to use that to to continue to make those shots yeah without a question that reticle is is fantastic to let you know what the truth was, right? So you might have your calculation, but at the end of the day, like this is what reality is. If right. you did not have, right. yeah, if you did not have, uh, if you did not have that grid out there, though, it was just an open space. Your eye would have no reference, and so that's why that's so important is just to have that reference so that your eye can see, oh wow, that's exactly where that is. And that's also when it gets into the competition, while people are you know, putting weight on their guns and having recoil management and want that reticle because they want to stay on target and get that feedback. Exactly. Right. I was, um, I've got a, a hunt coming up here in Alaska. So I've been doing some practicing. And one of the things I'm doing is hiking into the back country with my rifle and just setting up on ridge lines and saying, see that rock that looks like a dull sheep to me. So shoot the rock, practice all that stuff. And, and in this one Canyon I was in, the bottom of the canyon was 740 yards, okay? And it was a windy day. But on the left side of the ridge, it took about four minutes of wind to hit the target. On the right side of the ridge, it was zero wind to hit the target. There's a 600-yard target. And then um, that was straight downhill, about 30 degrees. As it came up and shot across the canyon through this wind gap, as a 1,050-yard target, I fired. I didn't see any impact. I'm like, okay, that's, that's not good. So I backed my scope out. I was on 25 power. I backed it out to about 12 power. I shot. And I what I figured would be about an eight-minute wind was 16. 16 oh, yeah. minutes of wind at 1,000 yards. And, and uh, my elevation was right, but so I swung over, and I'm using the edge of the scope as my aim point. <laughs> you know, and so you can do that, um, but... Can you imagine holding 16 minutes of wind <laughs> to make a shot? So no, the, the, I, v, the V of the mountains, you know, it was slower at the bottom, but it was just cooking through the top of that canyon. You know, what, a, what an eye-opener that was. Oh, yeah. When you're looking at uh, the different shapes, and if you were to just uh, – man, I think Rex even talks about this in his classes. When, 
you know, if you just throw a bucket of water and it flows down through the shape that you're looking at, you're going to see areas where it's going to eddy. You're going to see areas where it's going to uh, rotor over the top and then it, places where it's just going to accelerate, you know, just kind of have a Venturi effect. And I think that's probably what you ran into there. That is, that's an intense level of wind for sure. I just was sad. I just sat there and laughed. It's like, man, there's, <laughs> you know, and uh, when you're looking at a, across a Canyon and this, this is the bane of long range shooting is the wind. When looking across the Canyon, well, there's nothing in the middle of the air to give you a wind call. You can see the grass where you are. You can see the grass where the target is, but you've got a thousand yards of who knows what in the middle there. Not to oh, mention, yeah. not to mention your max ordinance. So it's not even your line of sight wind. It's whatever's above you, 40, 50 feet. All right. And Hey, you can hold up your wind meter all day long, but if you're down <laughs> in the Canyon and you know, you're getting zero wind. And then as soon as that bullet, it, like you said, hits max ordinance and it's above, it's above the, the Canyon top. I mean, you're picking up all that wind. So um, it's an art for sure. So, um, Frickle, you mentioned that you guys are exclusively first focal plane on your scopes. Explain to people what that means and why we chose that. So for first focal plane, it means that the measurements inside of your reticle system are going to be uh, accurate at any magnification. Consistent? Yeah, accurate and consistent. The reason why that's important is because, obviously, if you're using your Christmas tree, your grid system to do a holdover, it can't change when you change your magnification on your optic. Um, if it does, then you, that means you'd have to literally make an adjustment. You know, when you're at 20 uh, magnification going down to 10 magnification, now your, your calculation has changed completely. So by keeping it consistent, which having mill turrets, mill reticle, MOA turret, MOA reticle, and then having F, uh, first focal plane, you now have taken a lot of the guesswork or calculations out of uh, your firing solution. You, you mentioned something there, and I've actually seen some scopes. I don't know why they did it like this, but I've seen some scopes that have an, a mill crosshair and an MOA turret or vice versa that don't match. And it's like, hey, we really hate you. So we've decided to set this up where you can only fail, right? Um, but you just mentioned that you're your crosshairs, your reticles, and your turrets always match. It's the only way to do it. But I have seen them offer different, and I don't know why, but yeah. So um, let me ask this question. On first focal plane, is the military using first focal plane on all of their rifles? Um, you know, you're kind of uh, joking about how you have an MOA turret and a mill reticle. Well, the military was kind enough to come up with that for us. Um, luckily, that, that was, <laughs> luckily, that was corrected. So, um, uh, at the, at the end of the day, you know, having the, the mill turret matching with the, the mill reticle MOA, the MOA reticle, you know, is, is so uh, obviously infinitely better than what was right. before. Right. Folks, this is Philip Naiman. I'm here with Arkin Optics USA, ArkinOpticsUSA.com. Check them out and we'll be right back after this. Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your second amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice, no sales pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 
951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside, proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persians, come and get them. Hey folks, Mulan Labe Saturday. Philip Naiman here, Firing Line Radio, firinglineradio.com. And hey, I got a little story for you. Fakebook has basically shut down our group page. So, um, you know, we've been zucked. Zuckerberg zucked us. So if you've noticed that I haven't posted in there since May, it's because I can't get into my own account. Um, not sure why they say that uh, I need to approve my own posts. And when I do that, they say, sorry, call back later. So it's a wonderful thing that, you know, you, you put all the time into developing the group page and all the other information and contacting you guys so we can all have a way to, to do this. And then they just shut us down. So that's the reality, right or wrong, whatever their business, whatever. But it's the reality. So we can't keep that as our current reality. So we are moving to Gab, G-A-B, gab.com under Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out there. Uh, you will see posts appearing there because they simply can't show up on Facebook. They have locked us out of that. And we're just going just gonna to move. You know, um, They'll zuck us no more. And it's it's important that we all realize that big tech has been a major, major problem. You've seen what it did in the last election. They're doing it on your gun rights. They are ruining people's lives. They are ruining things that we've built. And we're just going to take our ball and go home. So we've chosen Gab, gab.com. Um, I just got into their video feed. So doing some of the videos, we'll be posting our shows there again under Firing Line Radio Show. And I'll be doing some giveaways uh, at that site. No more giveaways under Facebook. So we'll be doing some giveaways with uh, Maglite and uh, some some Macmillan stocks, the MC3 stocks. We have some of those going away. And you'll find all that information out at gab.com. And uh, I'm sorry, uh, did you have an announcement to make there, Michael Benedict of Arc and hey, Optics? Hey. Yeah, we'll jump in on that giveaway with you guys. We'll throw we'll throw an optic in there, and, and we we sure do appreciate uh, all the patriots out there. Oh, dude, you are awesome! See that, folks? Pays to listen to Firing Line Radio Show. I didn't even know that was happening. Okay, um, again, that's over at gab dot com Firing Line Radio Show. Talking about your scopes, you have several different models here at Arkin Optics. What are your different power ranges and sizes? And give us a quick rundown, if you would. Yeah, we're focused on uh, long range precision. Um, obviously, a lot of the uh, NRL 22 and, and 22 uh, LR uh, practice rifles, things like that, they also need precision when it comes to their uh, turret tracking. So they. Because of the drop of that bullet, they really need to be on top of that. That's right. That's right. And, but our, our focus is, is that precision rifle shooter. That's all we, that's all we make. We do not have uh, really any other lines except for uh, a 4 to 16 by 50 and a 6 to 24 by 50. The models that we have are our SH4 Gen 2, which is out now, and uh, it is uh, mil or MOA. It comes with our VPR reticle, 
we just call it a VPR code. It's a variable power reticle. We have really thick crosshair, but a really fine center dot. So that way you get the benefit of both worlds when you're trying to back down your power. You still have let a me, great... Let me, let me talk about that because that is critical. One of the critical things I've had because I'm a hunter, you know, I, I, I'll shoot a competition when I can, but I'm not... You know, I'm not the top end competitor out there, but I do enjoy hunting. I do enjoy long range shooting. And because of hunting the times when I'm more likely to see animals isn't exactly high noon. Uh, it's normally, you know, 630 in the morning or 630 in the evening. And you've got a variable light that's disappearing. And in most first focal plane scopes, when you dial down your power, so you have more light gathering capabilities inside the scope you virtually can't find the crosshairs. It's a giant POA, PIA. Anyway, so what did you do to correct that? Well, you know, luckily with computer software, you can uh, literally run simulations on, you know, your magnification levels and the design of that reticle. And so what we did is we're like, man, how, how thick do we need to make the crosshair so that it's usable at our lowest magnification. But then when you're at high magnification, that's, that's way too thick, right? Like you don't have the precision. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So what we did is we wrapped a floating center dot with a very, very thick crosshair. And then we, we did add illumination as well, like you said, during those low light times, so that it, it's not like a daylight illumination red dot type. It's, it's a very low illumination, but it's, it's what you need to, to make those uh, dusk, dawn, you know, or, you know, those low light shots. Very good. So here's what happens, folks, is, is on a first focal plane, because the stratia um, is the same consistently for the power, if you're on four power, it looks very, very thin. If I zoom up to 24 power, it looks very, very thick because you've magnified all of that. So if I want to make a thousand yard shot on a jackrabbit and I want to try and hold on his head because I hate jackrabbits, let's pick ground squirrels. I want to shoot the ground squirrel a thousand yards. Not that I could, but I wanted to. If I am on a first focal plane, a standardized scope, and I zoom up, that crosshair and the intersection of the vertical and horizontal crosshairs are wider than the entire target. So that's why they've tapered it down coming into that area, giving you a box that you can put around your target, and then an aiming dot in the center of that that's very, very fine. Is that correct? That's exactly right. So we can go get that ground squirrel now and know we're not going to miss. We're not going to cover his whole world with the crosshairs. Yeah. And it also has to do with just context, right? So when you're looking out there and you do take that shot, you do want to also have an open space so you can see that impact as you are discussing earlier. Well, that's if you miss. <laughs> Come on. We're, I'm a radio host. I never miss on the radio. Yeah. I, 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 I never miss either. And the way I can guarantee that is by not, getting out there and, and, and demonstrating yeah never videoing so. anything ah yeah perfect shot yeah you don't have to go over There's there no it's, it's got him yeah <laughs> liars liars and damned liars okay your power your power uh, settings on your scopes you're four times so four to 16 six to 24 that's a pretty much standard and it's a very reliable power source some of the times when you have something like a six or an eight power source you end up with parallax a lot so Talk a little bit about your choices there, if you would. Um, so meaning what, what I'm saying is that if you're, on a, if you're on a scope that's like a, a 3 to 18, it seems like you have to make parallax adjustments way more often, right? 
to the fine focus? Yeah. So yeah, having that fine focus capability and eliminate the parallax um, is very important. When you're going from your uh, max magnification down to your lower magnification, you're always going to want to always adjust out your parallax. Right. And you have that adjustment on your scopes. Um, and what is the size of the tubes on these? So we have 34 millimeter tubes, and that's exclusive for what we do. Uh, 34 gives us maximum travel range for your elevation, which is important for long range precision shooting. It also gives you uh, a lot of strength, much stronger than a one inch or 30 millimeter scope. That's true. So you can use your scope as a carry handle now. I like that. Um, just kidding. Don't do that. So here's what we're talking about now, folks, the long tube on your scope. Okay. And he said one inch, 30 millimeter, 34 millimeter. Why that is important is the elevation in your scope needs room. So if you want to shoot like a Creedmoor or a 308 at 1500 yards, you need a lot of elevation. You need you need a lot of elevation in a door wedge to get that sucker out there. So by having a larger scope body, it allows more movement of the um, vertical tracking. So say a one inch might give you like a, the old Leopold uh, very X2, three to nine, you might have 40 inches of travel, right? That's all 40 MOA adjustment. And then on a 30 millimeter, you might have 70. But on the 34 millimeter, you're looking like at 100 or 100 plus. What, where do you guys come in on that? Um, so our, we're looking at about 110 MOA on, right. on our so, optic. So that would allow you to have a ton of adjustment on your scope. So if you really want to shoot precision long range, you have the ability, availability to dial it for 110 minutes. And then you can also use whatever's left in your reticle to to finish it off if you don't have enough elevation after that. Hopefully you do. If you don't yeah, have enough elevation after 110 that's... minutes, you need more powder. Okay. Put some more powder in the stinking cartridge or get it, get something bigger to shoot. That's my point. Exactly. Okay. Um, and then uh, these are aluminum, right? Aluminum housing. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, what about your yep. warranties guarantees? So we offer a lifetime warranty on all of our optics, and that's a no questions asked. We just make it right. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Now, I'm going to say something bad about your company now. You ready for this? You're in Texas, so what can you do? All right. Here's something. They're back-ordered, okay? They're back-ordered right now. So imagine that, folks. You, you find out about this great company. You want to get them. Everything's on back order, but we're going to talk about how, how why that is and what we can do uh, going forward on that. They will be available. We're just setting the table. We're wetting your palate for what they will have on their next ship or when they come back in. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. Hi, folks. Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. 
CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated million dollars for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at CCWSafe.com. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Yes! Great hunter. Yes? Yes. Fine figure of a man. Yes? Yes? Yes. That is all you need to know for now. Hey, folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Welcome back here. I'm talking with Michael Benedict of Arkin Optics, USA.com. And you heard me give a little downer on there saying that, you know, the, the worst thing I can say about these guys is they're backordered. Well, think about that. It's like, geez, I want something. I want it now. Well, do you want primers? How's that working out for you? You, you want to find powder? How's that working out? This is just the reality that we're in. Is a huge demand is spiked up for a lot of new time people that are buying. And uh, sometimes you just have to get in line if you want what you want. And so one thing that's different, I think, that uh, Michael just told me at the break here is that if you want one, you can buy it and then you're in line. So when the shipment comes in, and I think you said, uh, well, I'll let you finish this, Michael. When can people expect their goodies? You know, I, I expect um, all of our uh, orders, any back order that's out there right now should be completely filled by the 1st of July, which will be a, a blessing for sure. And we can't say thank you enough to all the customers that have, uh, you know, stuck it out through this last year as we fought to get uh, supply chain and uh, shipping and all the just headaches that came with uh, people shutting down the world. But uh you know, come July, man, it's going to be a Patriot celebration because we're just going to hit full throttle and, 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 and get there. So we're, we're thankful. Get some optics on your Patriot rifle. Um, what is the price point here we're talking about? Um, you know, the, the price point for all of our optics is, you know, three ninety nine to uh, four forty nine. You know, we will have some. You know, maybe a little bit higher end optics that are going to be up in that five hundred dollar range. But we'll always be in that three to five hundred dollar range for our optic. Yeah, I don't think people heard you right. Three to five hundred dollars for a quality optic. That that seems a little hard to believe, yeah. honestly. Um, especially when you see what's out there. You know, three to five hundred dollars. I don't think you can get a U.S. Uh, optics uh, catalog. I know you can't get a t-shirt for under 500 bucks from us optics. So (laughs) night force or some of those other companies. Right. So to have something, especially if somebody's brand new and they say, you know, I want to give this a shot. I got the, I picked up a six, five Creedmoor Bergara and, um, uh, or, a I don't know, let's just say a Ruger precision rifle. And they want to go out there and give it a shot and to see, but to have something with quality glass and repeatability. Those are the two most important things on a scope. Everything else is window dressing. The color of your turrets is window dressing. The design is window dressing. It's the repeatability and the quality of the glass that are the number one things on this. And that's what you're, what you're paying for here. Um, so let's actually talk about the lenses and then the zero stop. Because I think that's another very important feature people don't realize has to be on a long range scope. But well, lenses, of course, but I mean, the zero stop. So tell us about your lenses. 
Yeah, so um, this is something that makes us really unique as far as the level of glass quality that we're able to bring to the market at our price range. Um, you know, it, it, a lot of times that just comes down to lens coatings that have to do with the uh, light that uh, is allowed through and, and a lot of the refraction that occurs. But um, the other thing that makes us very unique, as you're saying, was zero stop. Having that functionality inside of a precision long range scope is very important because when you dial up for a shot, you need to get back to zero so you can dial your next shot and you never want to get lost in that turret because that's going to shut down your day real fast. <laughs> Uh, if anybody's ever made that uh, mistake uh, in a competition, raise your hand. Oh, geez, that's just me. Um, yeah, I did that. I got. I was using a, a HST Vortex HST, and I didn't use the shims correctly, and uh, I was I was an entire revolution off the charts. So, as a matter of fact, I think we just lost Michael there. I think I said the word Vortex. He disappeared. I'm anyway. with I'm with you here. Oh, okay. <laughs> But I, I was lost and uh, shooting at 400 yards and they're saying I'm, I'm six feet high. I'm like, I just put the gun down and say, I don't even know where it's at. I got to go re-zero. But it was a giant embarrassment and uh, it was because I didn't have a zero stop. Now, what does a zero stop mean? It means that when you sight in your rifle, you lock the turret to that. So it can't go any lower in rotations than where you are at your sight in level. So if uh, we're going to shoot at a thousand yards and you have to go up, say 15 MOA, uh, you dial up to 15, take your shot and uh, you want to shoot something else. Well, you go back to zero. So you know that, well, my next shot is six minutes. So I go back to zero up to six, take the shot. Repeatability and consistency as tracking is important for these kind of shooting abilities. And the zero stop is just, it's, it, it, it's like a little bit of insurance. It's, I need it because it's stupid insurance. So when I do something stupid, it saves me from doing something more stupid, like uh, losing my rotations on that. Um, talk about your windage turrets. Do you have uh, adjustable windage or are those capped? All right. Yeah. So on the windage turrets as well, you know, we have the precision tracking guarantee and, and that is mainly most people hold windage um, at this point, they either hold it on their, their stadia line or, or hold it inside their reticle. Um, so what we use our windage for is mainly just getting that zero, or if you want to dial in some of your wind, if you're bracketing or something like that, then, then that's there. The, the most important thing for us is precision tracking on the elevation. Right. So on your windage, is your windage turret lockable? Yes, our windage is not lockable on our turrets. Okay. Can it be backed out or uh, so it doesn't roll? Like, yeah, we just have really distinct. On. We just, have, yeah, yeah, it has adjustment screws so you can slip to zero and, and zero out your windage. And then we just have really distinct. And when I send out that giveaway to you, you'll be able to uh, get the uh, feeling on those turrets. And, and I, I tell you, you just, you'll be amazed by the quality that we put into those. That's awesome. So here's another thing that happened to me. And I like to share my, uh, share my victories as well as my learning experiences. Uh, I was up in the Avenal and shooting that course the first couple of times. And you know, the, the rifle goes in a backpack, comes out the backpack as you're hiking up this hill and, you know, you're up to shoot, you shoot, and you're like, why am I, why am I left? Why am I left? I shouldn't be, I'm holding right. You know, everything's good. 
And then you look over at the side of your scope and it says four instead of zero, because as it was going into the backpack, coming out of the backpack, the windage turret changed and just learning all these things. You don't realize that every single shot, you know, or when you're setting up at least check your windage turret. So I ended up taping mine. So they would never do that to me again. But when my rifle is sighted in for hunting, um, when I, I know, it, you know, I take each of them outside them all in when it's ready to go, that windage turret, I back out the set screws. So it spins a little. And then I tape that sucker. So it doesn't move at all because I am not going to put up with that thing in the field. So that's, I've always wanted to see a, uh, like a quality hunting scope with all the vertical stuff, um, great cro- great reticles on the inside for windage holding because no one's going to dial 10 minutes of wind, but it should have a capped, I, I think for a hunting scope, it should have a capped windage on the outside, just so I don't make more stupid mistakes in the field. So that's the uh, the Philip Naiman um, stupid button on there. You want to make sure you take care of that. <laughs> uh, anything left you want to say for the rest of the show? You've got it, man. This is your floor. Hey, man, I, sh- I sure do appreciate it. Mainly, I just want to thank all the Patriots out there. You know, um, the 4th of July is coming up, and uh, I think it's e- easy for us to get lost in a lot of the distractions that are happening politically around us and lose sight of uh, ultimately, you know, our purpose as, as Patriots and, and our job to, you know, uh, I think stay focused on what's really important and and stay prepared for uh, for the future that's coming. You know, I think that uh, without sounding alarm bells, that it is very important that people think things through and look at what it's going to take to be prepared. Now we're here in Southern California, you know, you got 13 million screaming zombies to the left of us here. Um, we have a bad <laughs> earthquake, you know, we have a bad earthquake. These people haven't thought 20 minutes into the future, let alone two weeks. So, you know, those of us out here, we need to make sure that our family's covered. You know, I've done a lot of shows on preparedness, uh, whether it's food or power sources or all that other stuff. Obviously, on the firearm version, you want to have make sure that you have it. And not only that you have things, but you know how to use them. And that's the time and training. And so if if picking up your first quality scope, arc and optics, picking up your first quality scope, putting on your first quality rifle, learning how to use a Patriot rifle, I think is highly important. And it's a skill that you need to maintain. I don't care what caliber you get it. I always like to tease people about a six, five Creed more, but I, I really don't care. I don't care. Just, but I will tease you about a six, five Creed more anyway. But so I want to just thank my special guests here. And yes, I agree. Happy 4th of July. Thank you for all you do. People get your orders in, um, to get that shipped off. And that's arkenopticsusa.com. A-R-K-E-N is Arkin. Check us out at Gab. Gab.com, Firing on Radio Show, because we're not going to get zucked anymore. God bless. Have a great weekend. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. AM 590, the answer.